Are you worried about climate change? Do you wonder how the next generation will survive global warming? Do you think now is the time for action but just don't know where to start? Do you think the contributions that you're making are just not enough? Why not make it your career and spend your life's work creating impact? I'm Zoe and I'm Radhashree and both of us are sustainability professionals. We are excited to be co-hosting the Green Guru podcast, a podcast all about mentorship for green careers. Hello everyone. Today we have with us Anveshi and Srividya Gupta, the entrepreneur couple who are transforming the way we uproot sustainability through their social enterprise Atquest. Atquest is a tech-enabled social enterprise that focuses on promoting urban sustainable living and especially with the three pillars of corporate, schools and civil society. To deliver solutions that are people-driven and people-owned, they are developing tech products using data analytics and UX design. Both of them have collective experience in IT and consultancy with companies like Cybate Software, Emits, IBM, and PwC. Interestingly, Anveshi's work was already at the intersection where he led the project management consultancy for Smart City Mission and worked with many two-tier and three-tier cities in India. We will ask him more about this experience as well in detail. In the times when we see majority of energy and environmental policy to be top-down, AtQuest is driving a welcome change in putting the power at people's hands by keeping consumer behavior at the core of solutions. Welcome Anveshi and welcome Srividya. We are very happy to have you today. We are very fascinated by your work and very uh, interested to know more about it. Sure. Thanks. I think the pleasure thank is you, ours. Thank you, Rajeshree. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Great. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Anveshi and Srividya. Uh, I want to start by asking the question, AtQuest is a very, very unique social enterprise which addresses the urban problems in the most holistic way. Uh, you have developed your own methodologies using your previous corporate experience to build climate resilience. Can you please explain more about your work in layman's terms? Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll take that one. Uh, so firstly, for I think uh, the, the way you guys are running podcasts, congratulations, doing, doing a great job and thanks for having us on this one. So taking that question head on, uh, I think what we realized definitely is that climate change isn't an area or uh, isn't a topic that affects one section of the society and not the other. It is definitely something that spans across pretty much. And when we say urban uh, society, we definitely have different segments in the society. And the more we thought around it, more we realized that we need to definitely become, uh, look at things a little more in uh, connect in a very, very connected manner. So that's where we are focus of uh, addressing different uh, segments, corporates, schools, residential societies, individuals like you and me, and even the communities in general comes into play. We have uh, spent a lot of time before we started on this with this organization, uh, interacting with people, researching around this and all. The more we did, the more we realized that there's some very wonderful people doing great work in this space. And uh, with, with all the efforts that they've been putting in, one thing that struck us is that the number of the amount of people, let's say, in, in the cities that have actually transformed their own lifestyles 
to green the greener side is not something that is uh, noteworthy it's about a minuscule single digit number let us say uh, in terms of percentage so we said with those experts with the with the big organizations like united nations doing great work with consulting companies doing great work if it's still not really hit the nail on its head maybe there's more that we should explore and the idea is to join hands work collaboratively in a in a way that complements these ongoing efforts to to kind of give a, a new way of approaching these things now and that's where the idea of behavioral change came in so we intend to do what is called blue sky thinking so maybe this hasn't been tried out yet let's try this out and that's the way we want to do pretty much what we do every day new approaches new methods probably technologies in a way that they have not been used in the space of sustainability maybe they've been used otherwise and that's our experience also from the it sector that we bring in we've seen this being used why not use them in the space of sustainability is the way we're looking at it with that kind of an approach we came up with a few new methodologies which is what rajeshri was uh, talking of uh, we've got this thing called the climate care maturity model which is essentially a way for us to take the corporates through a journey of sorts in terms of starting on the on the whole sustainability agenda at a strategic level and maturing themselves as a global leader in that space similarly there is uh, this uh, green compass which is about an individual like you and me or communities residential communities what can they do and how do they know the actions they're taking how they impact the community the people around them plus the sustainable goals at large do they even impact them so we have a very a gamified approach to that which we have launched through what we call the green compass and then with schools we launched what we call schools as a playground so we visualize the entire school as a playground where ideas have to emerge from a very play very interactive very experiential kind of a manner so that's the way we going about it behavioral change is of course the bottom line that we are attempting to do uh, with a focus on uh, inspiring poor folks to do more uh, with with each action impacting lives and of course bringing in that sense of innovation into the space that definitely deserves it wow yeah. that's that's fantastic um i think uh, behavioral change is really the key to you know just moving to the path of sustainability and as you said the, the talk about sustainability has been there for such a long time uh, but we definitely need a lot more innovation coming into the space to actually drive that change so it's really interesting to know about the different ways in which you're trying to do this and to uh, to start from the very basic from start from the school level to drive the thought of sustainability at such a young age i think is going to drive uh, because there's no point in converting the older generation because you know it's is the younger yeah. uh, generation who's going to drive the change into the future so really yeah. wonderful to know about your work so that brings us to the next question about your careers in it and consultancy uh, and rishi like i mentioned in the introduction you were involved in the consulting the government for the smart city mission and you were also the director of pwc that time and doing a lot of project management consultancy so how is that experience uh, working with the government and understanding urban development from that perspective and how has that helped you now in your work yeah so i think uh, talking of pwc i'll take a step back actually my smart cities experience comes from initially started off from uh, cities that were outside the country uh, but when it came to the way the mission in india was run i had a very uh, close proximity experience with the local governments and when i say local governments we're talking of city level administration administration 
not uh, just just the way smart cities mission was structured there's a lot of uh, top down approach with the central government giving out funds plus also deciding on the right projects etc etc with the participation from the local government it also gave me an opportunity to kind of get a very close view of the civil society and the actions happening around with the civil society so every every experience out there definitely did give me a clarity that while we as consultants were definitely trying to bring out an aspect of uh, tech as an enabler tech can only be that it can only be an enabler there's a lot more that has to happen beyond just tech and that's where uh, that's the key learning that i would say i've carried on into what we do today uh, while we definitely are a tech enabled social enterprise we are very clear in our minds that tech is not the be all and end all it is only an enabler and that's how we look at things talking of the experience of my work over the last few years 17 years that i've spent in the industry i think every piece of experience that i've had in those 17 years i think definitely has come to good use and if since we are talking to people who are exploring green careers themselves all i would say is that i think that the experience that you gain in your work even if it were not to be a green career today and you were to make a switch tomorrow none of that is going to go waste that's that's something that you can take take it in writing from me i have experienced it myself and i kind of realized that there's so much that i keep tapping back although maybe it's not very consciously done but there's so much that i keep tapping back into what i've done in the past so yeah in that sense there's there's so much that i'm carrying forward what i've done in my past career that's also the core vision of green guru that don't have to uh, have specialized education or specialized uh, career path for green careers and everything yeah. that all the skills that you have gained till now can be used to drive sustainable solutions so thank you so much for emphasizing that nice my next question shrividya is to you uh, shrividya you've had more than 6 yeah. years of experience in the software industry uh, how did you decide to quit your full time job to start this and how did you specifically make the decision of doing this together with anveshi as well it all started uh, it was like on your daily uh, base experience maybe we had uh, we kept learning new things that how sustainability is important for us and that somewhere had uh, got into our mind that maybe we should start something with it so that uh, we can spread this and more and more people can start uh, going towards sustainability and uh, we also keep talking about like environment change climate change and the effect of that on us so why not do something which uh, actually helps us to get back that uh, kind of climates and environments we used to have so that's what had actually uh, got us going uh to start with uh, this uh, journey of ours for edquest so we both uh, of course we both were interested in that and we both wanted to and in fact personally we do lead a sustainable life uh, every day we still keep learning how we can uh, adopt more and more sustainability in, into our lives and uh, that's how we thought that we should both start something for uh, a sustainability a journey and uh, that's where i mean we had actually divided our work so what we have done is uh, he is someone who uh, looks uh, works in a macro level and i am someone who would uh, like uh, work on focused tasks so he 
works on like people management or strategies mm-hmm. stakeholder management like planning marketing and i look more into the business and it alignment the it solutions for those features and then the operations overall operations also okay so wonderful. yeah i mean it has been even in personal life in fact we have been balancing it all whether it's our uh, sustainability that we follow in our the uh, daily life even that is uh, divided among ourselves so that's how we balance it and we thought that uh, yeah we can complement each other and uh, start this journey right right um i mean uh, yeah. this was also a follow up question to be asked but i would just like to address it right now it is it is said that getting a co-founder is like getting married and uh, you both did it the other way around you were married and then you decided to be co-founders so how is it like how what what are the things that you like about living together as well as running a company together and what are the things that are not so great about that as well <laughs> and this is for sure. both of your yeah right yeah so uh, yes, i think like i said uh, there are things which have actually helped us that we complement each other like there are some things he is more into it so he would take those tasks and he'll do that and there are some which which i for example if i say even in a personal life like some things related to daily work or gardening or anything Uh, there are many things like rain water harvesting he'll take care of everything of that and i take care of the gardening part uh, growing vegetables at home uh, there are some solar energy renewables uh, all those things he takes care of so we have balanced it so that we both are like anyways like that uh, sustainable life so yeah but have uh, divided our tasks and yes it's going on yeah. yes And yeah i think the balancing act is what it is that's all there is yeah more right. importantly right and i think the same passion towards sustainability is what is just uh, letting you yeah, go I mean, on this path true very true very true that's that's really wonderful i think i think that's if you can make that happen i think that will be the most fun to do as a married couple that you know you're running a company successfully with the common goal <laughs> yeah. of what you're passionate about i mean it's it's really wonderful to hear that um i'm going to also talk to my husband about doing something similar it really <laughs> seems like pretty dreamy uh, thing to do <laughs> sure nice so yeah going ahead from there basically we wanted because both of you have had a technology background we wanted to know how is it been post covid technology has become a part of our daily lives uh, after the coronavirus and the pandemic so have you yeah. seen any impact of that on your business and i wanted to know if post covid the demand for climate resilient infrastructure has gone up have you seen any shift in behavior any positive shift in behavior post covid yeah i mean uh, i think uh, there there's two aspects to it one of course as an individual a lot of us have definitely realized the the importance of living a healthy life i mean not uh, much more today than earlier that's definitely a big plus in, in fact uh, that's definitely come to our advantage on the on the uh, corporate front which is what you were asking for i think 2021 which is what we are entering in about a month's time 
uh, will start off what is called the decade of action or the decisive decade, like they call it. So 2030 is the target for the SDGs. Uh, we, we definitely have done a lot of internal conversations around that. The fact that if you look at the transition from 1990s onwards, decade after decade, it started off with 1990s being that tech driven decade. Then it moved on to a, a data driven decade in the 2000s, 2010s was more of a, a user experience or so typically keeping the user at the center and doing everything. And so companies have definitely moved on that uh, journey. And now I think it's come to a time where if, if you do not really as a corporate, again, I'm referring to as a corporate, if you do not really uh, pick this 10 years and work on them in a manner that you are uh, uh, at least addressing in your own capacities, the whole uh, challenge of climate uh, change, you will probably lose the, lose the bus there. So definitely that awareness has come out. A lot of companies are actually declaring a mega ambitions. Uh, they want to do carb, go carbon neutral. That is That has been there for a few years, if not longer. But these days, the kind of ambition we're hearing more from the tech companies is that uh, they want to go carbon free, not just for today, but they want to clear their em emissions historically. So if whatever has happened in the past over the course of their own journeys, they want to clear all those emissions and become a carbon neutral company in that sense, uh, then they want to become carbon free. And so there are many of those Infosys announced the fact that they are carbon neutral this year, while the actual target date was much ahead. I mean, they, they, they've achieved this much earlier. So the point is there's a lot of uh, buzz going around in the corporate circles on this very space. So plus the national government, India, again, about two weeks back, I think there was this CEO forum that happened where 24 uh, leading industry players came out and declared that they would definitely support or work with the government to achieve the sustainable goals that India has also committed to. So put together, yeah, it's, it's a very positive uh, time. It's a, it's a very good time to be in, in that sense. It's also working out well because the companies have realized the joint uh, value of responsibility and resilience together. They want to become resilient to climate change. They want to become responsible because they definitely do not really, I mean, none of them would want to really come out as the ones who caused the problem, but never addressed it. Yes, definitely. As you rightly said, this is yeah. a great time to be in sustainability. And one of the good things is that yeah. so many corporates, big companies are finally committing to a sustainable goal, which also means that there are those many opportunities out there to make a career in this space as well. So uh, it's, a, it's a great time to be a sustainability yeah. professional and build a green career for yourselves. Yeah, so one of the most interesting things we found about your startup are the people that you're hiring. You have a mix of architects, educational consultants and techies uh, working with you. So we really wanted to know why do you need such a diverse team and what are the qualities that you look for? So we look for learners. Uh, our team is more of uh, learners, including uh, both of us. Yeah, I think that that will never stop. I mean, learning is a is a journey. I mean, we you you would never have a point in time where you think you've learned enough. That's something we both both have realized. And uh, in terms of what we look for, I think it's it's got to be someone who's inspiring that trust and confidence in a conversation. I mean, that's very important, right? You got to be truthful to yourself. You got to be truthful to your your uh, person on the other side that you're talking to. Uh, you look for people who also look at giving a lot more personalized retention. We look for people who want to also grow the ecosystem along with them. I mean, we ourselves as a brand, as a company are looking to join hands and not necessarily saying that we'll do something that is not 
part of the ecosystem so we that's that's the idea that we want to definitely look for in the people that work with us uh, uh, like you said in the beginning rashi the kind of pe uh, people that we've got as uh, techies out there there's a few people who are looking at user experience but then quite honestly that's what you what we project on our uh, let's say on our material like our websites there's so much more i mean you've got people who are domain experts people who are marketing guys people who are content development guys data science guys research people business development and of course the user experience and all of those aspects and tech guys so uh, and while i say all of these none of these is uh, can work in isolation at least the way we are projecting our own ideas or we building on our idea we see all of them very tightly linked with each other and that's how it is so yeah we we don't really have uh, and the, the team that i'm talking of again is a very young team very young team in the sense they they probably in their early 20s and uh, and like we said a while back if it was schools of course that's the right time to pick them and kind of get them started but even with these folks i think the kind of energy they bring to the table is amazing so uh, i think that's been uh, our way of going about in terms of building our team hiring people getting them to start their careers on this front exactly so that brings us to the end and the final question about mentorship when we were talking before the call also you said that you were very passionate about uh, this young team and mentoring them and uh, it's a very vibrant environment that you have going so we really want to know what are your thoughts about mentorship did you have any mentor in your life that has helped you make all these choices i would i would not be able to kind of count them on my hand i mean the number of mentors i have had and this is because of the 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 kind of people that i've met over the over my career graph i think there are enough and many people that i believe are have mentored me at different points in time and they probably are still doing it because we stay in touch but more importantly talking of mentorship it's it's something that is a lot more relevant for a company like us because we know that the kind of folks that are coming in may not necessarily have opted to have a, a career with a sustainability firm as their first choice they like a techie would probably want to work with uh, an amazon or some some kind of a company that's in that relevant space for someone to come down here and see the value of what we're doing and probably join hands is a big deal and so mentorship plays a very key role uh, data science again i think if you look at this space the kind of relevance that data science has here is is immense immense because right. there's so much of uh tying back to the goals this sustainable goals that we have to do with individual action with corporate action with school actions and stuff like that that you definitely cannot really rule that out so the point is how do you get them to see a sense in what they're doing and that's been very interesting for us so uh thank you so much anveshi that uh, you really emphasized on all the points that a green guru stands for uh the point of bringing your skill set to the space of sustainability and the point of mentorship that uh, with the right mentorship uh, sustainability careers can really thrive we had a great time uh, talking to you and thank you for taking out the time both you and shri it was a great pleasure thanks shri thanks we would really like to tell the listeners that anveshi has graciously agreed to mentor to candidates so please apply uh, if even if you are a young uh, professional or uh, you are a middle uh, career professionals who has uh, experience in it or consultancy you have seen great examples in them that this impact sector is the way forward so we really appreciate to, to apply for mentorship with them thank you so much thank you so much thank you, thank you. wonderful thank you. talking to you Thank you.